1: Hello again, fiends, and welcome to Nightmare Alley, the spooky little side street podcast in the Nightmare on Film Street feed. I'm John. I'm Kim. And we are joined today with writer, director, gross-out specialist, uh, co-founder of Trauma, Lloyd Kaufman.
2: We're talking about his brand new film, Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, the latest disgustingly <laughs> silly movie from trauma. It is a adaptation of Shakespeare's The Tempest, which is a musical comedy with magical elements. We learned uh,
1: everything we know about The <laughs> Tempest from Shakespeare shits from hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. It's, so. it's
2: true. I knew nothing about
1: The Tempest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's,
2: there's a boat sequence. There's lots of sing songs and apparently lots of shit, lots of poop.
1: Oh, man. This is, you know, we saw this movie back at fantasia in 2020 and it's still the grossest movie i've seen (laughs) (laughs) since then if you want to see a whole group of whales just have an explosive diarrhea over some pharmaceutical corporate jerks. This is the movie for you guys, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and some cancel cancel culture fiends. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, this uh, you know, like trauma has been doing for nearly fifty years now. It is uh, just an exercise in poor taste. It's it's gonzo comedy at its best, and it is just off the wall. Like we, you know, we we throw around the word auteur for Tarantino or Bergman, you know, art house people. It's usually always respectable filmmakers that you have the word auteur for. But like there's no denying that Lloyd Kaufman, you know, poop jokes, fart jokes. <laughs> he's he's an auteur unto himself.
2: Oh yeah, this movie's got everything. You got blind jokes, you got organ jokes. <laughs> Gratuitous nudity.
1: Everything you're looking for in a perfect midnight madness movie, right? This interview was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman is a character. He literally plays himself in and out of the interview.
2: Honestly, the highlight of of my interviewing career, I think. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, uh, you know, Shakespeare's "Storm," uh, you know, in line with Tromeo and Juliet that the company put out in the mid-90s. It's adapting a classic Shakespeare's play. It may possibly be Lloyd Kaufman's farewell to filmmaking, or at least to directing. And so you really don't want to miss out on seeing this if you can.
2: We're actually going to be able to check this one out in person, uh, which is going to be real... I don't want to say treat. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because we've been watching this, you know, alone from the comfort of our own home where I can hide from the really gross scenes. <laughs> but in a theater, you know, I'm excited to hear the audience's reaction, but I almost don't want to visually witness it. Maybe I'll just stand with the door to the theater open and I'll stand outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the
1: kind of movie you dare your friends to watch. Like you see it and you're like, oh, my God, I don't think I could ever watch that again unless I trick my friends into watching it with me. I can't wait to watch this movie with with an audience and jokes on you i'm dragging you to it
2: i know <laughs> i know it's happening I'm... i've seen a whale shit uh liquid feces more times than i more than none more than none
1: <laughs> more than none it's, al- <laughs> it's already a lot <laughs> yeah this movie's hilarious uh it's weird it's off the wall it's
2: offensive
1: <laughs> to everybody, <laughs> literally everyone, <laughs> including Shakespeare. I guess I don't know.
2: I don't know. I think Shakespeare would be honored.
1: Shakespeare definitely would be the absolute biggest fan of this movie, and Tromeo and Juliet. I think
2: because he was such a dirty freak.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Shakespeare is a dirty boy. <laughs> but uh, you know, without further ado, we're gonna toss you over to the trailer for Shakespeare Shitstorm. I bet it sounds a lot grosser than it looks. <laughs> And we'll come back at the end on, on some info on where you can check out hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm for yourself. Abandon all hope, ye who enter.
3: <laughs> Our revels now are ended. And these, are actors, as I foretold you, are spirits and are melted into air, into thin air. And like the baseless fabric of this vision, the cloud-capped mountains, the solemn temples, the glorious palaces, the great globe itself, yea, all which it inherit shall dissolve.
0: Those scat-covered snowflakes are caught in
3: the shit store! I found a cure for opioid addiction. What I didn't realize is that the opioid addiction is a $50 billion industry enriching the elites. There I was, my life's work stolen from me, betrayed by my own sister, shunned from society. All these years I've been planning my revenge against Avon Bard and all the world. I had Ariel infiltrate their boat and using gallons, gallons of whale laxative, lured them to their doom.
2: Yes, mankind is, a oh, brave in the world that has such people in it. Yes.
3: Yes. I'm it. Time's up and welcome to your final reckoning. <laughs> We are such stuff as dreams are made of. And our little life is rounded with a sleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Kaufman, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It is an honor.
3: Well, Kim and John, please call me Lloyd.
2: Awesome. We can
3: definitely do that. (laughs) Uncle Lloyd. Uncle Lloyd. (laughs) I love it. For some reason, even though I look a lot older, they call me Uncle Lloyd.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's fitting. You're kind of the godfather, the uh, the uncle surrogate (laughs) or otherwise of, of independent cinema. So I think it's a I think it's an earned moniker. Thanks a lot. So uh, tell us uh, uh, you know like you've made a, you've made a few Shakespeare adaptations now what uh, what was it about Shakespeare that that you know why did you want to adapt Shakespeare
3: Here <laughs> That's a good message. It's uh, uh, by Woody Guthrie. This land is your land, this land is our land. He wrote that uh, in opposition to this uh, God Bless America song that was so jingoistic and sung by a big fat woman who was racist (laughs) and all that stuff. Give me such, I'd rather get that out for the time being. One of the few things I did during COVID was revisit my clarinet from uh, third grade, and I can play a that was about the best I've ever played. That <laughs>
2: <time>. <laughs> we got it on tape.
3: <laughs> Yay! I'll play out too, I'll play myself out if you care, if, <laughs> yeah, if you permit. Anyway, uh, hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm based on the Tempest, my favorite uh, Shakespearean play. Uh, aside from the fact that Prospero is an old man, and I play P- Prospero, and I'm an old man. Uh, I, I waited until uh, I was of a certain age, which is why James Gunn and I made uh, um, *Romeo and Juliet* uh, back then, uh, because I wasn't ready for uh, *Prospero*. But uh, as I've aged uh, and uh, uh, attained the age of into my seventies, uh, I felt uh, I felt Prospero. He's losing power. He's been kicked out of his kingdom. Uh, the the play is about losing power. It's about magic. I make uh, movies, magic. Uh, I've been kicked out of the uh, most of the film industry and buried deeper and deeper into the, or how do you say it, uh, uh, shunned uh, deeper and deeper into the uh, uh, underground. And uh, The the Tempest has got a monster, Caliban. It's got a fairy, uh, uh, aerial. It's got a lot of uh, element: uh, air, water, and fire and Earth references—it's—it's uh, it's really uh, the most, to me, the druggiest of any of them. <laughs> and uh, like Shakespeare, uh, uh, Tempest was his last play. And my hunch is this could very well be my last movie as a director. Uh, I'm producing some movies now for the uh, James Guns uh, of the future. Uh, one of whom is a woman. <laughs> what well, James Gunn was? can be a woman too.
1: <laughs> right on. I mean, that's kind of sad to hear, but I mean, you're going out with a bang.
3: I hope so. I hope so. Um, you know, it's, uh, so far, um, I can't say the, uh, we got rejected just, except for your, uh, except for Fantasia uh, in Montreal, but uh, they, it was, we were the main film there, but uh, they couldn't get any uh, traction from the mainstream media because of the title, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm And pretty much all the, uh, uh Festivals uh, rejected the movie after that. The uh, Even the uh, uh, cock sucking uh, festival <laughs> on the dicks of people like Will Harris.
2: <laughs> it's a pretty snooty festival. Yeah,
3: it's, it's one <laughs> of the most pretentious. Who slapped the other guy? Uh, Will? Will Smith.
2: Yeah.
3: Will Smith. Yeah, that's who they worship. They worship Harvey Weinstein. Will Smith. That's what they love. They love that. Abel Farrar, who beats up uh, from what I heard. And uh, what I've observed uh, uh, knocks women around and uh, worse. That's what they love. So um we don't have anything to do with Toronto. But a Not- little whale yeah. poop is far too much. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, they, they, they're they playing movies that should have been that were based on trauma movies 25 years ago. You know, the, the power of the dog is clearly uh, a remake of Blood Sucking Freaks. You know, I'm getting tired of this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is the greatest hot take I've heard. Like we need to we need to get more people to realize that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, the the Oscars were totally lame and uh, yeah, happy. I have no part of that. And I've been lucky 50 years of uh, a failed cinema. Yet I've been able to send my kids to Yale and Harvard and Columbia and uh, business school and all that stuff. And uh, my wife, who was the film commissioner uh, for 20 years of the great state of New York, um, appointed by both Democratic and Republican governors, uh, and managed to keep her job uh, with uh, me <laughs> attached to her. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty amazing. So um, Bravo, Commissioner.
1: I and love she, to, uh... oh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
3: No, that's all right. She, uh, Pat Kaufman and Justin Martel, who at one point was my assistant, and John Brennan, who at one point was uh, my assistant, uh, stood in the shoes of James Gunn, And uh, they produced uh, with my wife. Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm did a great job. It's uh, I don't know. Have you had a chance to see it?
1: Oh, yeah. We've seen it twice now. We saw it back at Fantasia.
3: Oh, thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, love love this movie. I can't believe other festivals are playing it. It, It's perfect for their Midnight Madness category. And it's I mean, I haven't seen it with a crowd. Yeah,
2: we we are going to be at Panic Fest. So we're going to we're going to get to see it with a crowd.
3: Nice. Uh, I've been on tour of Texas and Oklahoma, about six cities, and Cincinnati recently. Uh, Cincinnati, there were like six hundred people, and they gave it a standing ovation. And they weren't all kids. You know, there were people there who were professors and in their forties, fifties, as well as the uh, you know the choma punks who have uh, things in their noses and. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So it's uh, it
1: also features like a pretty great and lengthy diet, like a whale diarrhea sequence. What's what's the audience reaction like when you get to some of the grossest stuff in this movie
3: they love it? Uh, <laughs> it's great No, the, they appreciate the fact that we went all the way to Albania to get the ship and the train whales uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, vegetarian whales, uh, vegan whales, actually,
2: because uh, uh, they uh, eat corn. corn. <laughs>
3: I so glad I you noticed. <laughs> How could we not? <laughs> In fact, uh, I have COVID. I just discovered today I have COVID. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, so I hope you don't catch it from me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we should. We we've got a mask over the webcam, so it's okay. We'll be fine.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thanks for for watching it. Uh, there was a a, a a a festival that even invited me. Uh, Salem, the Salem Festival. Which oh yeah, shitty little festival that that uh, worships at the shrine of of burning up women and torturing women and uh, (laughs) keeping women as uh, chattels. And they were, uh, they invited me and then they rescinded the uh, invitation. They didn't like the title and they didn't like the message. And on top of it, the the woman wrote to me that uh, she was very offended by the fact that we, quote, made fun of AIDS. Well, uh, trauma's, in trauma's war, uh, Trauma's war uh, did not make fun of AIDS. It, it's thanks to trauma that the American public uh, heard about AIDS and what a disaster it is or was because Reagan, Ronald Reagan and his crowd were busy glamorizing war and sweeping AIDS under the carpet and, and suggesting that AIDS was punishment for uh, being gay. In fact, Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump has the same message. If you follow orders... And, and go to a, a, a war like Vietnam and risk getting your ass shot off for an incorrect, horrible war, uh, totally, uh, totally wrong, uh, you're gonna make millions and billions of dollars. <laughs> but if you're a girl who's trying to work for peace, sorry, if you're a, a, an identified female, cis-oriented person, uh, you, you will get punished. You get punished, you get AIDS, right? This is back in, in the Forrest Gump days. So uh, anybody who's offended by uh, anything trauma has done, uh, uh, certainly anything, anyone who's offended by the movies i make, uh, i say you go kill yourself.
1: Hinsing <laughs> <laughs> no words on that.
2: Well, it's it's not interesting, too, because to uh,
3: <laughs> I'm not the only one to say that. Uh, Bill Picks, my favorite comedian, uh, said that to an audience. Uh, not about my movies, but about something else. He was a philosopher. He... So pity he died, and David Letterman should really repent that he cut off uh, this genius in mid sentence. Very bad. Yeah. But what are you going to do?
2: But <laughs> Trauma's never shied away from 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 taboo. So, do you find it's harder today with like with all of the crazy limitations on on so on so called like free speech? you find it's harder to have as much of your like wild nudity and gross out humor? Well, not and- at
3: all. if anything, uh, I've got, we have about a million people that uh, love trauma around, you know, who go on our various, my fan site and, and trauma social and my social and, and uh, the people on hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm. that I could have, I could have gotten them to do anything. They were so <laughs> into making art rather than commercial sausages. So uh, no, I, if anything, uh, I've kept more identity than uh, than the uh, mainstream, for sure.
2: That's very true.
3: Times is uh, jerking itself off over a movie that combines porn and uh, what do you call it? Uh, slasher together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, isn't that original? Right. <laughs> what has Uncle Lloyd done for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, uh, Blood Sucking Freaks, which I didn't make, but Trauma owns it. Uh, What about the terra firma? What about Tromeo and Juliet? What? I mean, give me a break. Toxic Avenger. Yeah, we we got more porn in our movies than uh, that movie will ever see. But it's distributed by a very good big company that has a very powerful uh, PR people. And I imagine they advertise in The New York Times. So the fact that we've been uh, making movies in New York for 50 years and out of our womb has uh, has emerged uh, uh, people like uh, J- Samuel Jackson and South Park, uh, you know yeah. and Matt Stone and James Gunn and Fergie and Paul Walker who's dead and and uh, all sorts of people, right? And that and I've written seven books and I've made a shitload of movies in New York City and New York State too. And my wife was a fucking uh, 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 what do you call it commissioner? You'd think that would be an interesting story. This sad old man who's this <laughs> sad <laughs> oh, old man <laughs> A huge uh, footprint. What do you think, uh, uh, what's it called? The, the one that begins with D, uh, where the guy talks to the camera, which is absolutely uh, trauma. And he he, he acknowledges uh, that they were trauma. Deadpool. Oh
1: yeah, they, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That that does feel like it would come out of a trauma studio. Yeah.
3: Exactly. So, uh, you know, apparently the New York Times would prefer to, uh, you know, nurture the uh, people about who's, uh, you know, Spider-Man 52. Nobody knows that that's going to open, right? So, The New York Times needs to let us know that there's only two hundred million dollars in advertising. The Ah, thing is, they're
1: they're not they're not fun. And like that's that's the biggest thing about trauma movies is that they are fucking entertaining from start to finish. Every
3: single one. Well, thank you, Kim. When I'm dead, uh, I think uh, there'll be more recognition. But uh, right. Unless COVID kills me, I plan to uh, (laughs) I'm producing three or four movies by, as I say, uh, Mercedes Muse. Uh, who uh, has uh, made Divide and Conquer, which is finished? It's a feminist, a a a, re- a feminist movie that's genuine, not the bullshit that comes out of these uh, mainstream people, or or the vi- or the View or those shitty women shows. Uh, and then uh, Brandon Bassam, who wrote uh, along with Shakespeare and and us, uh,
2: <laughs> along with Shakespeare, <laughs> uh,
3: hashtag, uh, hashtag uh, Shakespeare Shitstorm. Uh, he has uh, finished a new movie called "Slashing into the Final Beginning," which I produced, <laughs> and I've got two or three other shooting now. Uh, one is an anti-hunting movie being shot in uh, Tennessee by uh, a bunch of people who worked on #HashtagShakespeareShouldStorm, and I'm right producing that. And then there's an, one in England by Liam Liam Regan, who has uh, been a part of our family for about ten years. And, uh, has made. Uh, I think this is his second uh, serious film.
2: That's
1: awesome.
3: I love yeah. how much. I love yeah. how much you don't quit. <laughs> so I love how much you don't quit.
1: Like you just don't stop making movies.
3: No, the New York Times critic, and at least they had a New York Times. Uh, it was a good review, actually. They they had a real critic review. hashtag Shakespeare shitstone She called me a durable director.
1: An adorable <laughs> director.
3: Oh, durable, durable. Not oh, the, durable. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what you call a backhanded uh, compliment, durable. Right? Is that
2: just like won't go away?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. That's that's <laughs> the code word for uh, get rid of him. You know, he's actually telling the truth. He's got something to say. He's not trying to make sausages or uh, 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 use formula. And the review actually was pretty good. So uh, uh, I think everybody was, I think it was pretty fair, actually.
1: That's all
3: right. <clears throat> if it had been Guillermo del Toro, who's a big trauma fan, if he had his name name on hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm. They would have ejaculated all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be fun to do that sometime to get James Gunn to put his name on one of our movies and see. That'd be cool.
1: (laughs) I think what you should uh, I think what you should do, because it made me sad when you were like, you know what, I'm going to die one day and everybody's going to tell me how great, I, you know, to tell everybody (laughs) other than me how great I was. We should fake your death. Right. Like even like even if it's just like, oh, like a year ahead of schedule, (laughs) uh, like we should do it so that way you can at least see the wave of praise that's going to come.
3: The problem is I uh, I would probably blow my fucking brains out, uh, get so into it. So I I don't (laughs) think that's a good idea, but I'll consider it. Uh, We used to distribute a wonderful uh, film called Suicide, a, a German film. Uh, uh, we lost the rights because it had subtitles, but it's made of, it was made on VHS. So it, it it's a wonderful film. I, I, I've got to try to get the rights back because it's, you would love it. It's all about suicide. These uh, documentarians are doing a documentary about suicide huh. and uh, they put something up on, on uh, uh, the uh, paper. I don't think there was an internet then, Uh, That says we, or maybe there was. I can't remember. But uh, we're we are making a documentary about suicide. If you're going to kill yourself, contact us. We'll film you. And uh, they think it's a joke. And suddenly, all sorts of people are calling them up to film them. uh, (laughs) There's a professor who wants to kill himself because he doesn't want his wife and family to uh, go broke paying his. uh, He's about to die. He's got some kind of horrible cancer. Uh, there's uh, two teenagers who make a vow to kill each other, to kill themselves by taking barbiturates. And uh, one of them dies and the other one wakes up. And
0: oh, like, no. <laughs>
3: I mean, it goes on and on. It's wonderful. And I, it just it didn't, uh, you know, had subtitles and and, uh, you know, a little bit dark, but I'm, I'm going to try to get it back. I have to tell Gideon to go find those people.
1: Yeah, I'm adding it to the watch list now, so I'll keep an eye out for it when you guys finally put it out on Trauma. Now
3: <laughs> we can hope we can find those people great. It's a great movie.
1: I also just like really appreciate that Troma is doing Shakespeare adaptations because it really feels like the, the the one studio since Hollywood has existed, uh, not that you're part of it, uh, that should be doing Shakespeare adaptations because the guy was so filthy and dirty and like it was it was just dumb fart jokes and sex jokes for just regular just folks. Just eloquently
2: written. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, get they to a nunnery, right? That means get go Become a whore, Ophelia. Hold <laughs> oh, herself.
1: It's great that we just have the right person handling this stuff. And I don't know, like, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine what life was like back then. But I got to assume Shakespeare was was punk rock for his time. And there's nothing more punk rock than
3: trauma. I think you're right. Uh, also, there's a wonderful uh, musical called and you can get it. You can get the songs on uh, on um, uh, Spotify called uh, Something Rotten. Uh, and it, it mashes uh, Shakespeare and Broadway musicals together. And it's brilliant. And, and they portray Shakespeare as sort of a, a rock star, you know, and he has a song. It's hard to be the bard. And he talks about <laughs> how difficult it is to be famous. And uh, it's very funny. And uh, the whole thing is just brilliant. I, I imagine there probably are uh, the videos of the stage show. It played in. Uh, I saw it in New York a couple of times. My wife and I loved it. Something Rotten, something Rotten. You can uh, hear the music on Spotify. It's so clever and uh, just great British humor and uh, translated well for our Broadway and probably my favorite movie of favorite uh, Broadway show of uh, the decade.
1: Wow. Yeah, we'll definitely look that up.
3: Yeah, enjoy it. You'll definitely enjoy it, especially if you like musicals and Shakespeare.
2: We do like musicals. Well, it's got to be the right kind of musical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Musicals. Musicals are a tough racket for us.
3: Well, most people don't. Forty percent of the population doesn't like musicals. That's doesn't exactly all my movies have a lot of songs. So uh, (laughs) but uh, uh, I like musicals. Uh, The um, the uh, uh, Shakespeare had songs. So, uh, you know, people seem to be okay with those Uh, Many of them are unintelligible, but they you study Hard you can, uh, you know, there are all sorts of fool, all his fools, like in King Lear. Or everything the fool says is uh, very interesting, and in <laughs> fact, uh, the Tempest has all sorts of subtext in it. Uh, I listened to a number of of lectures, uh, in mostly in uh, you know, for, uh, university classes on YouTube, and uh, uh, I in, I put little pieces of that in the uh, the movie. Not too much, but, uh, you know, I think uh, Tomeo and Juliet, uh, written by uh, James Gunn and uh, hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm, uh, written by Brandon Basham. Both of them, of course, had help from the Bard and me, but uh, they're great movies. I think they're great gateways for for people who, uh, you know, might be a little bit afeard of uh, Shakespeare. Uh, uh, I don't know if the wonderful American education system uh, even teaches Shakespeare. I know a lot of his plays have been uh, banned.
1: (laughs) Really? They they still teach Shakespeare up here. We we read we had to read a Shakespeare uh, play every year just in our English class.
2: Yeah, in but high they, school. they definitely don't make it interesting.
3: <laughs> no. Also, the uh, I believe that a number of his plays are banned from certain states in the United States, and uh, the the evangelicals uh, certainly ban it. And Tom uh, Huckleberry Finn has been banned. Uh, one of the uh, at least one Dr. Seuss. Uh, I think it's green eggs and ham. One of those has been uh, um, me too uh, to death uh, and, and withdrawn by the publisher. <laughs> so it's getting, uh, uh, Margaret, where are you or something? I mean, there's all sorts of baloney going on. So it doesn't exactly favor the American school kids. And as a result... <laughs> I tried it. I don't want to go any further with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like you do, drop nuggets of of actual lines from the play in in well, both of the in both *Troméo* and, and *Shakespeare Shitstorm* Hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. and yeah. it's it's crazy how well they fold into the rest of the goofy dialogue. Like it totally works.
3: Well, thanks, thanks, and James Gunn uh, oh, deserves all the. I spent five years trying to figure out uh, *Troméo* and *Juliet*. Tried all sorts of things, and James Gunn. Uh, Figured it out, and I gave him a hundred bucks and uh, <laughs> a week, and he came back with a, a, a pretty good draft, taking what we had done, and he made uh, gold out of uh, straw, shall I say? <laughs> but uh, he, uh, we, the first his first draft, I think, had seven urination scenes. So uh, you know, I I limited it to. five. the movie has more than five urination
1: scenes. That's great. Yeah, we're trying to run a respectable operation here. We can only have.
3: A whale, we might, uh, you know, give a little slack, as we say.
1: I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because, like, the, the one of the burning questions I had, like, I, uh, I was hoping you could tell me what fake diarrhea smells like or what it is, <laughs> or yeah, or what make, yeah, what do you make yeah. your fake diarrhea?
3: I've written uh, seven books about the filmmaking, uh, uh, and uh, I could probably do an hour lecture on uh, making blood and also uh, making uh, feces. Now, the whale, uh, we filmed about eight days in uh, Albania. And uh, I think they they used um, brownies and and uh, I, I'm not quite sure what they used, but I did they they did put in the corn and they actually <laughs> had a gun that shot the um, the stuff. Ew. But in, in America, Doug Sackman, who was in charge of our practical effects, uh, uh, especially the shitstorm, he solved that because we felt we had to film it in a white. Uh, wedding uh, venue that was supposedly the interior of that Coast Guard boat that you see in, uh, uh, in, uh, in the earlier part of the movie. Uh, <coughs> so uh, Yemen uh, is where we went for eight days to film the boat and, the, and they created the whales or trained them or whatever. And uh, all that, the shitstorm was really cr- created by Albania. And we were the first company to film a narrative in, in Albania oh, wow. and, uh, because the mainstream were chicken. Uh, hate to insult chickens uh, <laughs> chickens are not uh, uh chicken they're actually very smart i've made two movies with chickens a lot of chickens so um uh, they weren't chicken they were just scum uh, most of these mainstream people and uh, now that we did it and we were successful and we got a pretty much a 50 million dollar movie for uh under five hundred thousand us dollars uh there was a five million dollar movie that went there and uh, there are two or three other movies uh Wow. I want to get into Albania. So uh, we got a great deal. Albania uh, got a great deal from us. And uh, they're off and running as a as a movie-making country, which means that fewer movies are going to be made in, in uh, so-called Hollywood uh, and uh, maybe even New York. Don't know. Atlanta seems to be the big winner now. But Albania is moving up there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of productions in, was it Slovenia? Uh,
3: Slovenia, Slovenia, maybe? Slovenia yeah that's a beautiful country very green all sorts of wine champagne they've done a couple of tributes to trauma uh they have a film festival slash a wine festival where uh, everybody got drunk <laughs> that's, fun. that's I fun. fun i mean it,
1: it honestly it kind of sounds like like hollywood's gonna just run out of ideas if you're not around to give them the assist on everything
3: well uh they certainly well i don't know well you have to see uh Warner Brothers just, just got defecated out of a, a phone company. Maybe when they're on their own uh, as part of uh, something called Discovery, uh, you know, maybe they'll do OK. I don't know. I can tell you one thing. There's a company called Legendary, uh, which dared to uh, make a reimagining of uh, the Toxic Avenger, a cabillion dollar reimagining. <laughs> and they did some very uh, uh, it's been shot. Uh, oh, wow. They got a director named Macon Blair who you can look up. He's only directed one movie but he's written Green Room and uh mm-hmm. Oh rad. He's a young dude but he knows Stroma better than I do. He's seen every movie uh at least the ones that Michael Hers and I have made over 50 years and he loves Stroma. So uh, the fans are not going to be disappointed. And here they have a the casting uh, I don't know if you've heard but the casting is a much more um uh, courageous than anything I would have thought of. They've got Peter Dinklage, who's a wonderful <laughs> actor, <laughs> but not the first person you would think about playing Toxie. Uh, he's got the main part. And, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, isn't that great? That's, that takes courage, if you ask me. And uh, uh, I think uh, I've had some people who snuck into the uh, L.A. What do you call them? Focus groups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the movie, they said the movie was terrific.
1: Uh, oh, that's great.
3: Young that's friends awesome. who've worked for us who live out in L.A. They say it's... You know, they saw a rough cut, and they said the audience loved it, and there were not uh, many trauma people, uh, trauma fans in the audience, and so. It, uh, but I think it's going to be very good can't be, the script can't be worse than the original.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's going to play, it might even play better <laughs> now uh, than it than it did back in 1984, right? Because oh, shit, yeah, people, yeah. F- like, fuck, <laughs> fucking people are finally acknowledging, at least some people are finally acknowledging that, you know, we're ruining the planet with pollution.
2: Well, and also the kids that grew up with Toxie the cartoon are now old enough to appreciate full feature length <laughs> film of it.
3: Good point. Thank you, Kim. You're absolutely right. There's four generations of of people uh, who uh, have grown up with, well, they also grew up with the uh, big farmer commercials on TV every five minutes from the time they were five years old. So it's no wonder that uh, 300,000 people a year in the United States are dying of of, uh, opioid disease or whatever it is, opioid addiction. That's a lot more than Mr. Putin has killed, huh?
1: How is it that you're able to make movies that are like this pointed and this barbed, but are also still fucking entertaining? Because like, I never feel like a trauma movie.
3: Uh, Well, uh, (laughs) see how real I am? I've blown my nose. (laughs) still says he's blown his nose. Oliver Stone, who I discovered, he never blows his nose (laughs) all the time. And I also have a very big nose, so I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Now, um, regarding the uh, question, uh, trauma movies, as you said, they're fun they're they're enjoyable they're, uh, they're kind of uh, so, uh, uh, heart-rending. uh even though there's lots of uh, intense graphic sex and violence and vomiting and shitting and all that um there's a, a very good uh, uh, mainstream series on uh, i think it's Netflix called Sally Forever i think it's british and the yeah. the woman who stars wrote it and produced uh, directed it and she has a major part in the legendary cabillion uh, dollar uh, Toxic Avenger, Sally Forever. Wow. That isn't uh, inspired by trauma. They got people. Sh- she shits on a man's face and you see it. Oh, you wow. Know, who, uh, it's a series of uh, people who vomit on each other at least uh, two or three times. Uh, and it's terrific, but it looks great because it's a beautifully shot. Uh, you know, it doesn't have a lot of people in it the way our movies do. And also they probably had an ample budget to, uh, you know, take the time to light to, you know, if it's me, I prefer the, uh, narrative to the lighting. So, uh, part of the fun of a trauma movie is the audiences can kind of peek behind the curtain where every, uh, you know, you may be able to see the, the appliance slip off the uh, guy's face, or maybe the, uh, the, uh, light stand might be, or something, I don't know. But, you know, it's very Brechtian. I love Brecht, Brecht and I've been using, uh, breaking the fourth wall uh, since my first movies. Uh, and um, I was criticized for that. And now uh, Deadpool and uh, all these. Uh, Everybody
1: does it. Yeah,
3: yeah, they're all talking to the camera. And uh, I did it long ago. It wasn't me. It's Thornton Wilder, our t- great uh, who wrote Our Town and uh, others. And um, uh, Bertolt Brecht. And, uh, you know, big inspiration, which is why if people are going to try to make movies, they ought to go and watch them and read some books and uh, have something to say.
1: I agree. Like the other thing, too, is like, I just love how your movies aren't ever. They never feel mean. is, is the big well, thing.
3: No, we, we believe in humanity. You know, uh, uh, we believe in humanity and that uh, deep down there is humanity. It just ain't in Russia right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And well, it also feels like there's just a lot of community too. the fans have come to be extras and stuff like you can see the community as part of the filmmaking.
3: Well, you're absolutely correct. I mean, people talk about the trauma school of filmmaking, the trauma trauma family of. Uh, uh, in fact, at this very minute, uh, a, a bunch of uh, people who worked on hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm are in Tennessee filming our anti-hunting movie. Uh, uh, the, the, you know, they call themselves Shithouse Productions, and uh, you can see that you can follow them on uh, on. Uh, Uh, Instagram, and uh, you'll see some of uh, they're shooting now. It's a a, a movie called We're Deer, about a deer that, or deers that become. uh, uh, I've heard about this That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll see uh, 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 members of past uh, trauma movies who are uh, cutting their fees to almost nothing. In some cases, paying their way to uh, Nashville, Tennessee to be in the film because they know it'll at least come from the heart and the brain and the soul of the director, uh, Ben Johnson. That's
1: so amazing. We, we like to ask everybody who comes on the show uh, what their dream double feature would be at the drive in. I'm gonna gonna I'm phrase it a little differently for you. If you could break into any film festival, any snooty film festival and play force them to play any two movies, what would you
3: play? Well, I think uh, I, I, I would. I mean, I don't mean to be uh, arrogant, but uh, I would definitely project the hashtag Shakespeare Shitstorm. And I might put it with uh, Derek Jarman's Tempest. Uh, okay. I think that's the, that's the one I like the best of all the Tempests. But if it's Sundance, I I would really love to just have the uh, switch uh, uh, Power of the Dog or that other shit they're showing with um, <laughs> Uh, Deep Throat and Behind the Green Door. (laughs) Somebody did that with the Disney, uh, wasn't it?
1: uh, I remember hearing about that. Somebody spliced in scenes from porno (laughs) into Disney movies. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Isn't that great? (laughs) (laughs) I tried to find it. I couldn't find it.
1: (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you so much for talking with us. This was an absolute pleasure. Where can where can people watch hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm?
3: Well, uh, if you go on uh, my Twitter or Trauma's uh, Facebook or my Instagram, I know we're held over in New York at the Village Cinema. Um, there's a, 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 a streaming, a very uh, fancy streaming service called Cinemond, C-I-N-E-M-O-N-D. Uh, they are showing it uh, uh, online. Uh, you have to pay for it. Uh, that's, uh, but that's probably cheaper and safer. Uh, Cinemond, uh, I think it's the 22nd of April, uh, Portland is going to show the Portland, Oregon is showing the movie in early May. Um, there's a bunch of theaters showing it. Uh, uh, you may have to go to the trauma. I can't remember it all, but if uh, we don't have anything in uh, Toronto and there are a couple of theaters up there that love us. So if you uh, could connect with them, maybe you all could curate the show and I'll come up there with a the commissioner and... Uh, That'd be cool. It. Yeah, we did it uh, for a Return to Newcomb High and Return to Return to Newcombe High. I just can't remember the name of the uh, theater.
1: Might be the Bloor Street Cinema, maybe. Yeah,
3: well, yeah. Bloor, used to, Bloor used to show us, but I, I don't know if it's new management or uh, uh, maybe uh, <laughs> we've got a little too esoteric. But uh, <laughs> either that one or there's another one on uh, in that neighborhood too, uh, Bloor, uh, Bloor Street or in that area. But this one is, uh, I, I can't remember where it is, but uh, if you're interested, uh, drop me an email and I'll... Uh, I'll get you the uh, names of the theaters we've uh, done, and maybe that'd be fun for you. And we'll all, uh, the mid-commissioner and I, will come up and sleep on your couch and smoke your pot. <laughs> and <laughs> start cursing at the audience. It'll be terrific.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to smoke our pot. It's legal here. It's everywhere. <laughs>
3: Isn't that great? Isn't that great? <laughs> oh, boy. Well, it sounds like um, I need to play myself off, so maybe a little coffee this Please, is- dear, what this is. Michael Bake doesn't even know who Prokofiev is. (laughs) But he gets a good review in the New York Times. Good God. And they act like he's somebody so important. Anyway, enough of that. I'm a bitter old drunk. Thank you very much for understanding and uh, being so gracious, Kim and John. And If you're in New York, come visit Chomerville, uh, meet a bunch. Of yeah, people. we'd love to That'll yeah. be
2: rad. Well, well, we'll have to grab a drink or something in um, Kansas, Kansas City because we'll be there in a couple of weeks. Yeah.
3: Yeah. The only question is I have COVID. So, when yeah. Is oh,
2: yeah. Um,
1: April 28th is when it starts.
3: Oh, it's going to be OK by then. Yeah. I'll either be dead or cured. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, f- fingers crossed for cured. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you're yeah. nice people. Could you also mention Troma Now? It's the hot new streaming service. Absolutely. Fifty years of uh, Troma movies. There's probably a thousand different movies and documentaries, and my make-your-own-damn-movie lessons, and music videos, and and then every month we put up new uh, uh, the James guns and uh, and uh, Mercedes, the muse of the future, and uh, say you know five or six new movies every month that are. All uh, uh, genuinely independent and personal and uh, entertaining, and uh, uh, it's a it's a wonder, and it's free the first month. Yeah, then it's free, so you can uh, you know have some fun, and then uh, get rid of it if you don't think. <laughs> it's. Your couple, it's,
1: honestly, it's a, it's a great streaming service. Like, it's amazing how much special features you have on there. Like it's as good as the Criterion streaming service. Like I can I can watch the Toxic Avenger with director's commentary tonight if I want to. But you don't normally
2: get with streaming services. You normally no. just get the film and you're lucky if you can even get subtitles or captions. <laughs>
3: okay. Thanks. And, uh, you know, we uh, our fans are our secret sauce. You know, they really I mean, you you guys. Uh, uh, we, we get no support from the mainstream. It's really the internet, uh, the angry video game nerd, uh, uh, hack the movies, new grounds, uh, the last podcast on the you know they, they, the internet has spoken. <laughs> they love uh, hashtag Shakespeare shitstorm. So. It's because you're making movies for the people. It's because we're, it. right? yeah. we're all
2: outcasts, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're all outcasts.
3: Not you, Kim. Maybe John, but not you. <laughs> Thank, thank, you thank you so, so much,
1: much, Uncle Lloyd. We'll talk to you again soon. I hope you feel better.
3: This was a lot of fun i it's I feel uh, cured
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thanks so much to Lloyd Kaufman for taking the time to talk to us and playing his clarinet. That
1: <laughs> yeah, was awesome. That was, was so cool. <laughs> uh, you can check out hashtag Remember, pronounce the hashtag, use the hashtag when you're talking about it on social media. You can check it out right now in New York City at the Cinema Village. Uh, just just check out the Troma website or even just go to their Twitter, Twitter account at Troma underscore team on info and where you can check that out.
0: Yeah,
2: they'll also be playing at Panic Fest the end of April If Panic Fest starts April 28th Sure does And uh, we're going to be there with Mick Garris Celebrating the 30th anniversary of Sleepwalkers Shakespeare Shitstorm is going to be there And Lloyd Kaufman if he's feeling better
1: (laughs) Yeah come have a drink with us Watch some wild movies and uh,
2: Don't blame us if it's gross (laughs) Yeah don't
1: blame us if it's gross It is gross but uh, I think you're going to like it I think it's a lot of fun
2: It's got a lot of heart
1: you can follow us on Twitter at NOFS Podcast. Chat with us about your favorite horror movies, your favorite trauma movies. I've been watching a lot this week, actually. Uh, over in the Discord at nofspodcast.com slash Discord. You can literally find us on any social media channel. Just look up Nightmare on Film Street.
2: If you need more Nightmare on Film Street content, consider supporting us on Patreon at nofspodcast.com slash fiendclub. We have an exclusive little club where we drop bonus episodes like our Never Sleep Again series where we're binging through the entire Nightmare on Elm Street series. It's nine full episodes, nine movies, and we did it in one night. So it's going to be a pretty interesting series. We've already dropped the first episode and we'll be dropping another one very soon.
1: But until next time, I'm John.
2: I'm Kim. Stay Creepy.
0: It appears you made it out alive. But we'll get you next time. Help us to grow the horde. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. More terror can be found lurking on our website, nofspodcast.com. Until next time, stay creepy, fiends.